What's up, Rado? It's Wild Thing of the Desperados. And you're tuned into the Bullshit Report. Brought to you by Liquor Lollipops. LiquorLollipops.com. 21 and up to suck. Stop eating kids' candy. Let's get to it. What's good, y'all? You know, with the NBA draft happening, it's got me to thinking, you know, what will really be interesting is if they change how the draft runs. Here's what I mean. The NBA draft is historically known for great players getting their name called and walking across the stage and shaking the hand of the NBA commissioner before coronavirus, right? Well, that's awesome. But because of the way the system was set up for a long time, it encouraged teams to tank at the end of the season. Meaning, it encouraged teams to lose as many games as they possibly could because the more games you lost, the more balls you would get in the NBA lottery. So the team that lost the most would, let's say, get 30 balls. The second, the team that lost the second most would get 25 balls. The team that lost the third most would get 20 balls. So, you know, and all the way down to, like, pick 11, which get, like, two balls or one ball. So um, it encouraged teams to want to tank, right? So for a long time, the best players were going to typically the worst team that lost the most games the previous season for the most part. And if it wasn't going number one to that, to the team that, that lost the most, and the, the, top, the team that lost the most most likely wouldn't pick any lower than third most of the time, right? So, um, they changed the lottery, and they've done it a couple times to try to uh, get teams to stop from tanking, right? Instead of the team that loses the most now getting the most balls, they get a, a smaller percentage, right? So, it's not as big of a guarantee that the team that lost the most is going to win the NBA draft. That's competitive. And then on the flip end, they added the play-in tournament, and what the playing tournament does is now this encourages, you know, teams to stay competitive, you know, longer throughout the season instead of just going in a tank mode. And that's been pretty cool because in the past, man, it was like a race to the bottom. Teams were trying to do all kind of things to lose games in the past just so that they can get more ping pong balls in the uh in the in 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 a little machine, a little lottery machine. It's crazy. So with both of those things kind of shaking down things a little bit, you still have it to where teams feel better about going into the draft instead of going into a playing game. No matter what the odds are, as long as they can get in the draft for whatever reason, it's part of their business model. Cheap talent. Right, the best cheap talent, as compared to veterans that cost twenty, thirty, forty million a year, 
you can get this talented cat here for between, you know, if he the number one pick, he might get eight million a year. And if he the number eleven pick, he gonna get like three million. And that's still cool. You know what I'm saying? So here's my thing. How about this? As the new NBA draft, you know, with social media empowering people, uh, the internet, you know, you have, for instance, you have sports commentators that are more widely known than the networks that they're on. You know, music artists that are more widely known than the record companies that they're on. You know, people that write for newspapers and bloggers that write for publications, you know their names way greater than the company, which is way bigger than them because the company employs them, which means that they're making buku money, right? But you know these people greater than you know the name of the places that they work for. Well, with that being so, and to pers- and to persuade tanking all together to where you just might as well just be competitive because it really don't matter, right? With the new NBA draft, what you do is you have the teams right now from 1 to 11, like the teams that are normally in the NBA draft, the bottom 11 teams. You let those teams right now from 1 to 11 you know, based upon their their uh, scouting reports and all this and that, they compile their information and write down from one to eleven who they think should be the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth pick, eleventh pick, and then they put that information together from those eleven franchises. They compile it and then they base the number upon a, a mean, a, a general number, who had the highest number. So, in this past draft, you might say Kay Cunningham was a consensus number one overall pick. And Jalen Green was a consensus number two overall pick. And Evan Mobley was a consensus number three overall pick. And all the way down to number 11, right? Well, once they come out with a score and they identify who the 11 players are that... Most teams agree are going to be the top 11. Instead of arranging the teams in a quote-unquote lottery system to see who gets the top players, let the player decide what team they go to. So, if you flip the table around, okay, the NBA, these teams have determined that this, these guys, this set of 11 guys, are the 11 best players, and we're going to put them in order from 1 to 11. So now you got a player like Cade Cunningham. The first, he because he's considered the number one overall pick, he can look at any one of these 11 franchises and decide which team he wants to go to. Right? And then let's say Jalen Green. He's next. So Detroit is gone. You know, you can't go to Detroit. Detroit's already they got their player. I mean, if he if he, that's who he if he chose Detroit, he would Detroit. They gone. If Jalen Green come in next, you know, if he like, okay, well, I want to go to the Houston Rockets. 
Now he with the Rockets, they gone. And number three, Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley might say, well, I want to go to the Toronto Raptors. So then, bam, he with Toronto. So they, they not available. And then you go all the way down to number 11 to where it's just <clears throat> basically the last person standing goes to that franchise. It's not even a choice, right? I think that would be very compelling. It would be similar to college, right? You know, um, how players take trips, <clears throat> official visits and unofficial visits to check out franchises and, and, and um, college teams and to learn more about them and their staff and to determine if this would be a good fit for my talent, right? It's not the other way around in college to where the last place team gets to take the best player in the nation. No. Alabama take all the players because that's where they want to go. Right? Ohio State, they take all the players. Right? I mean, I'm just telling that that's what's happening. OU's always hella competitive on a football field, right? Right? I mean, you can't be mad at these situations. It's just what it is. Some teams recruit better than others. You know, some teams have better development in coaching staffs and front offices than others. And if a player gets an opportunity to go to each one of these places, get wine and dine and check out the franchise and the other players and whoop the whoop, you know, and they can sit back and just say, okay, well, I'm number one overall player. So I get to choose where I want to go. I want to go to... I want to go play. I want to go play with Lamelo. You know what I'm saying? Now, just imagine Lamelo, K. Cunningham. You know what I'm saying? Them boys coming down there, man. They be tearing up a whole bunch of shit. But anyway, that would be the new NBA drive. That would be the new NBA drive. Let the players, the NBA teams, vote for the player, and then the player determines and chooses which team he goes to. That would be dope. That would be dope. You know, that would be really, really, really awesome. As compared to now, you know, the teams that got their picks, now they can trade them and maybe get other players and woo-de-woo. And that's cool. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, kind of, it's kind of like you don't have a choice. That's why players love free agency because they finally have a choice to determine what team they go to. And you can't really get mad at these guys in free agency. Free. Free. I'm free. I'm a free agent. I'm free. You can't be mad because a person wants to take advantage of freedom, of freedom. They free. For the first time in their careers, they get the opportunity to choose which team they go to. Everybody's not the star player on their team. And if you're on a terrible team, if you're a star player, you probably got the, the most value. We about to trade you. You over there balling by yourself, shit. We try to lose these games. What you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead and get you up out of here. You don't even know what's happening. Get the first round pick for you. Anybody else want to start balling? All, you want to go to the All-Star game? Oh, okay. Let me go make these couple phone calls right quick. Doo, 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 doo. Hey, man, look, we got this really talented young guy. 
He's got a lot of confidence. I think he can go to the All-Star game. Give me two first. Give me, give me a first-round pick and a pick swap, and you can have him. And send us a uh, send us a keg of Bud Light too, and that's it. And be like, damn, you come out the office. Okay, you can go ahead and lead too. Be like, I'm telling you, it's crazy. Um, but the new NBA draft will be awesome because it'll give freedom, the freedom to choose. And the thing about making a choice is within the contract now it can be more favorable to the team that's the flip part instead of a player going to a team and getting disgruntled it's more of a a, um, a commitment because as long as the front office is there as long as the staff is there as long as they have a working understanding of their role and everybody agree and you know it's a real good synergy and energy there then you're going to see teams improve a lot now, will you see superstar teams? Yeah, maybe. But what does that mean? That means that if the players have been choosing their team, and if you had a really good player choose your team and another really good player choose your team, then that must mean you had a lot of injuries or something didn't really work out. You know what I'm saying? Like, really badly. Like, But typically, that's not what's going to happen. But it could happen. It's just the freedom. And you, like I said, you cannot get upset at free agents because they go to another team. Like when uh, KD, when KD left OKC and went to Golden State, the Warriors, motherfuckers was like, "Oh man, this dude is terrible, dog. He just sold the whole game out. He just sold the whole league." I'm like, "Dog," I'm like, "Man, that man is free." Number one, and then I said number two. Have you ever been to California? Man, California is fucking awesome, dog. The whole coast of California is awesome, dog. Well, Oakland, San Francisco, it's a live-ass city, and I do not suggest you jump in that cold-ass water because that water cold. That water is so cold. Over there in San Francisco, look here. I was with one of my my kinfolk out there. He was like, man, you out here, dog. You got to jump in the water, dog. And I seen all these other people, man, they jumping in there, the little white people, they swimming. I'm like, oh, shit. They just having fun. You know, like it's Splash Town or something. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Shit, man, I jumped in that water. It felt like a million ice cubes just started jumping on me. I'm like, oh, shit. Man, I jumped out of that water so fast. That water in Oakland, well, no, in San Francisco is cold. But that's Oakland, too. It's, it's cold. The water you want to go to is Los Angeles, right? So you can't be mad at KD, dog, for wanting to go to Cali. Have you ever been to Oklahoma City? Man, shout out to Oklahoma, man. I love Oklahoma, man. It's a cool spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out Tulsa. Shout out OKC. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Old Musket. Just the whole Oklahoma, man. The whole Oklahoma got it popping. But Oklahoma ain't got nothing on California. So, you can't, you know, people were mad about the game. But I'm like, dog, this man is finally free. And he wants to go to California? Even going to a great team? That that wants him? Oh, come on, man. I mean, it was it's not good how it went down, but... He went to Cali. 
He went to Cali to win. And then to get from San Francisco to Los Angeles ain't nothing. I'm just saying the amount of time and playing you up and down. Bam, you done. Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure he was out there in L.A. And L.A. so live. Because you can go to the beach. And later in that same day, you can go in the mountains and go skiing. You'd be like, what? Man, hold up. I mean, like, everybody that live in L.A. don't do those type of things. But I'm just saying, you could do either one of them things. And it, it feel good. And, you know what I'm saying? You might have to put a little windbreak on in the evening. And, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just a little, little windy. You know what I mean? Just, man, I know that boy loved it out there. So, you cannot be mad at a, at a player who uh, is a free agent. And a new NBA draft creates freedom. You know, you think about my man, uh, the point guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder this year. Um, Shy. Shy. Yeah, that's his name. But <clears throat> last year during the draft, when teams would call it Oklahoma City Thunder, they would be like, well, you can try to trade for any one of our players except for Shy. That's the only one you can't trade for. And this year, they're like, you can trade for any one of our players. But if you want shy, you're going to have to give us a lot. But you can have them. And, I mean, you just have to imagine how that makes you feel, right? Like, as a person, I mean, of course, you you know, it's a business. But to go from being an untouchable the previous year to... Yeah, you know, you can get them if you want them. You just got to give me a lot. You know, it's like, damn. And I'm sure if it's been said in the media by everybody, I'm sure he's heard that. And, yeah, he's a professional. He's a basketball player. You know, but nonetheless, it's got to be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Here it is. I'm out here balling. And just for these boys to be able to just wake up one morning and you say, you know what? Mm, anybody can have you be like damn like you a furniture you know what I'm saying like like you one of them, them old school uh, uh, TVs right you know them old school TV flat screen with the big ass uh, back on it man everybody had one cause it used to be the shit long time ago you know what I'm saying and, well anyway like the TVs the boys just push them out on the block you know anybody pick it up can have it be like damn that's how the players feel so, you cannot be mad at players during free agency. Freedom is the name of the game. It should become more about the organization and running a tight ship, running a good good program that encourages and, um, and wants players to come to their organization because of how it's ran. Then that'll make teams become more competitive because then they'll want to show to the top prospects that hey look we're one of the better teams all we're missing is you you come to our team unlike the other teams that have had success we can take it to the next level like it ain't never been done before you know what I'm saying and and things like that can happen things like that can happen if you look at this draft this NBA draft coming up the greatest high school team ever will have about, what, three to four number one draft picks come from that high school. And it was high school two years ago, right? Who am I talking about? I'm talking about 
<clears throat> Kate Cunningham, uh, Moody, uh, what's that other boy name? Kate Cunningham, Moody, uh, man, it's two more of them boys. I, it was from Oak Hill. Man, the boys got so many players uh, just off the chain, and they all going to be in this one draft. They played one year in college basketball, and they all going to be in this one draft. And what was live is they decided to all go to a different school. Kay Cunningham went to um, – oh, yeah, that's the other dude. Kay Cunningham went to Oklahoma State. Um, the, uh, the other dude, Scotty Barnes, that's the other dude. He went to Florida State. And then um, Moody, Moody went to Alabama. Yeah, and it's one more cat. Well, anyway, they all decided to play on the same high school team together, right? Like, it was an amazing display. Like, when they came in the gym, they shutting everybody down. Like, tell the DJ, shut the fuck up. Everybody here cheering for them. Y'all about to see some because we didn't brought the big belt out. We about to whoop everybody ass in here. We gonna start with these players, and then we gonna work our way into the stands. And everybody gonna be quiet, and that's what will happen. You know they'll come out there against great competition, and the end of the game it'd be like eighty four to, to twenty nine. You'd be like, damn, what, what? You know everybody in there just like, dang, you know. It's like an NBA team, and that's exactly what they about to do. But, see, they were free to choose what team they played for in high school, for the most part, right? The private high school that they went to. So, freedom is everything, man. And with freedom, um, you see some amazing things. You know, people like to to credit uh, LeBron James for creating the super team when he went to Miami. He said, I'm taking my talents to South Beach again. Let's pause right there. Have you ever been to Cleveland, my nigga? Cleveland is cool. It's got Lake Erie. Some cool people, man. Some passionate people, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's a cool area until the wintertime come, and they winter is the winter. You know what I'm saying? Like the winter, the winter, the winter. Like not just the winter, the winter. Like snow and cold and icy and just dreadful well anyway lebron james went from cleveland ohio to miami florida just think about that think about miami dog have you ever been to miami florida okay if you have you already know dog you already know dog you already but if you haven't then I guess you've kind of been there before because, you know, you've seen TV shows and you, it's a destination location, so you've heard a lot about it, you know, in passing, even if you haven't been there. And if you haven't, I recommend you go. You owe it to yourself. If you are a listener of this podcast, you owe it to yourself to take a sabernacle, a roll, however you say that, to, uh, to Miami, baby. But let me get to the point. Miami. And they were mad. They like, oh, LeBron leaving Cleveland. Fuck him. Burn his jersey. Oh, you know, the, the owner then, he put this letter. Oh, LeBron, you know, he was all sore. You going to leave. Well, we going to win a championship before you do. And, you know, he just hurt feelings. And as, as you should be. But 
the thing I'm saying is, Miami, dog. Man, it's popping so hard in Miami all the time. It's beautiful, dog. You got so many beaches, so many, so many blue water and girls in bikinis, and it's sun and fun and happiness, and it's all good. I'm just saying, man, it's off the chain, dog. So I ain't talking about basketball. I'm just talking about destinations to go from the doom and gloom in the wintertime with uh, Cleveland to Miami, and you out there drinking drinks with pineapple from pineapple cups, my nigga, and they got the the, the Cuban band playing, and, you know what I'm saying, everybody on the beach just chilling, and they playing volleyball, your boys over there, and they like, oh, it's beautiful, dad, you know, you like, yeah, it's a quality of life thing, so, okay, it's like this, too. hypothetically, what if Chris Paul decides, now I'm gonna go to the Lakers, dog. I'm going to go play with my partner, dog. That's what I'm going to do. Because I have the opportunity. Because I'm free. I'm free. I'm free to make a decision. I'm going to sign a one-year contract with the Lakers and go play with my partner, dog. That's what I'm going to do. Right? Everybody be like, oh, dog, man, how the hell you do that? Or what if he say, man, I'm going to the Knicks. Because my people, Chris Paul, he running shit. That's my people. I need to be right there. Then people, oh, man, come on, man. We Phoenix, baby. We need you, man. Come on, dog. Run it back. And then you got to look at it like, have you ever been to Phoenix? Do you know in Phoenix, people got to constantly sweep, like, the very front of their homes because dirt constantly blows in there. And they got, like, dirt storm, wind, like, yeah, dust storms. That's what it is. I'm like, when I was out there, I'm like, dust storm? What is it? A dust storm, I mean, you know, just no sooner than I'm looking puzzled, next thing you know, you just see this big old, just just mass of dirt just coming towards, like, they like, come on inside, here it comes. I'm like, wow, is this a movie? And then the dust storm came, and it lasts, like, it's like rain, but it's not rain, it's dust, and it's just for like 10, 15 minutes sometime, and it's crazy, right? Well, anyway. If you'd have been to Phoenix, and it's a beautiful place, beautiful people, man, fun people, man, the sun, it's something about the sun, make people, I don't know, cheery, you know, even though it's sand and stuff, it's still a real nice location, how it's laid out, it's things to do, you know what I'm saying, but Phoenix ain't LA, dog. with your partner, it's LA with my partner, what, oh, no, man, it's gotta go down, dog. it's LA with my partner, we about to turn up, dog. I'm about to get paid. How many millions? I'm already paid. I'm Chris Paul is up like hundreds of millions of dollars, dog. You know what I'm saying? He got endorsements and all this other stuff. He's a smart guy. He's a president of the Players Association, right? So he's a really intelligent guy. You know what I'm saying? So I can see him saying, quote, unquote, taking a pay cut to play with his partner just to make a point. Like, man, this is what I do. That when you free, you can do these things. So, I'm totally with the free movement. I'm totally with the social media. Um, you know, people carving out personalities that um, that are recognizable brands and have an opportunity to choose, you know, in what direction they go into that they think their talents fit best because they want to be successful, right? Aren't you tired of seeing, like, top picks 
in the NBA come in on a scrub-ass team and don't do nothing. The team don't go to the playoff for nothing. Look at Minnesota. Minnesota got Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Ant Edwards, they, Ricky Rubio. I mean, they just been having squad of young cats coming in that mug ready to tear off the rim for a long period of time. But the issue has been chemistry. Chemistry. It's that simple. See, when you have that many star players coming to a program, when you have that many college stars or foreign, you know, like draft pick stars, they was a star on their team and they come into your team and your team has a whole bunch of other high picks, young players on the team, you know, they going to greet them like, hey, how you doing? They're going to be like, man, I'm doing good. And they're going to they're gonna be like, so what's going on? What you think? And the first question the rookie going to ask is, well, who playing defense? Because he's going to be like, I don't play no defense. And everybody in the room going to be like, well, shit, I'm going to start too. I don't play no defense either. And see, the difference is the new uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets, they can do it because they NBA stars. They can be like, man, look, I'm James Harden. I'm a former MVP. You Kevin Durant. You former MVP. You Kyrie Lowry. Kyrie Lowry. Kyrie Irving. You NBA champion. And you KD, you NBA champion. So we just better than everybody. They can play no defense, right? Because they just that dope in the pros. But if you just straight out of college and you, you know, man, college and the pros is two totally different things. If it took LeBron James eight years, you know, to win a championship, or was it, yeah, if it took him a long ass time, that just lets you know he was one of the best players when he came. It took the Greek freak, Giannis, eight years to win a championship. So these are the best players that are just now winning. So if you're not one of the best players putting in everything, if you just a pat, you know. A, a, a middle of the road type player shit you ain't gonna never get the <laughs> you know the best players in the world ain't got there they still trying they working hard you over here like man shit man just I ain't playing OD you know well anyway with the new draft would help eliminate or situations like Minnesota where the fan base should be able to get excited cause you do have some really really great players but you might not have the coaching system or the culture established culture to make it all fit and work you know what i'm saying because that's that's the chemistry the culture the synergy all of those sports acronyms man that stuff matters you know what i'm saying it's especially because they're people they got to be able to trust one another and interact with one another you know very rarely will you see teams that hate each other go very far and be successful very rarely i'm talking about behind some real you know immature type issues you know um and with the new form of draft like i said it'll make teams become more complete and it will make the nba become more compelling by allowing the top ranked players to choose the teams that they go to that are in the lottery and if like for instance if the number one overall pick chooses the number 11 team to go to then what that means is that the number 11 team should be off the chain because they just missed the playoffs 
And if the number one overall pick going to y'all, then that should mean we ain't going to see y'all for a good minute. And it's going to be more competitive up top because the number one overall pick going to the team that just missed the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it could be that way. I'm just saying. So um, it's just something to digest. It's just something to think about. I think it'll be real dope. I think it'll be compelling. Um, I think, I think it could be even controversial. Like, you know, if the top pick say he want to go to LA, like, man, I want to go to the Lakers, dog. Shit, that's where it's popping, man. The beach, I went skiing in the same day, dog. You know, he played in Oklahoma. He from he from what Dallas? Even Dallas Tech, he ain't never seen nothing like that, dog. Never, not never. And you got some people like, man, dog, from L.A. is so turnt. You know, but um, but that's not happening. But I can see that happening. And I can see it being, being beneficial, you know. Um, and like I said, very compelling. You can see players hourly, you know, on Twitter beefing, like, you ain't coming to my team. You know what I'm saying? Like Cassie and that type of stuff. Like, you ain't come and take my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the starter here. He's like, nope, because if I choose there, they're going to let me be the starter. He'd be like, damn. So now you didn't have to get traded. You know, like, I was just the number one point scorer last year. But nope, you got to go. Be like, damn. So, anyway, what do you guys think? Do you think the NBA draft should stay the, the way that it is? Or do you think that the new way of drafting with the players, the top, the, the players who are picked in order from all of the team's rankings, putting them together and then making a composite list from 1 to 11 and letting the from the top to the bottom, letting the players pick the teams they go to, just like in college, where a player can choose to go to a football team, a basketball team, or whichever team. They take visits on campus and get to know the teams and the facilities and, you know, how the team runs to see if what they are doing is a good match. So, holla back. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another great episode of The Bullshit Report, sponsored by Liquor Lollipops, makers of great-tasting, non-alcoholic, liquor-flavored treats. Hollow.